Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 743. Lessons from a short week and thriving as an introvert leader, both by Douglas Lang of altruist.co.nz. And I'm Dan, I am your host and narrator, and this is where I read to you from some of the very best blogs on entrepreneurship. Today, I am going to share two posts with you. They're a little bit shorter, so we can squeeze two in. So let's get right to them now and start optimizing your life. Lessons from a Short Week by Douglas Lang of altruist.co.nz. As we all know, according to Parkinson's Law, work expands to fit the time available for its completion. In New Zealand, we've recently had a couple of short working weeks back to back, and fitting two weeks' work into a reduced number of days has reminded me of the truth behind this law. I always find that when I'm about to have some time off, even a few days, I gain extra focus and energy to get a whole lot of things sorted or moved on. It's perhaps a way of me feeling that I've got to get some level of control over what's going on so I can go on holiday with a sense of satisfaction and clarity. I always wonder why I can't have the same level of focus and efficiency when I'm not going on holiday. In this situation, things seem to take longer. I get distracted by non-essentials, and I end up proving Parkinson right, but in an adverse way, as I find myself working longer hours and not feeling I have achieved any more than I could have if I had worked in a more focused manner. Wouldn't it be great if I we could find a way to gain the same level of focus as when we are going on holiday. Our energy would be up, the sense of completion would be up, that nagging doubt about something not being under control would disappear, etc. So I've decided that I'm going to look to do something different over the next few weeks to build some new habits, while the memory of how I can work when I need to is still fresh. 1. Set up some fake holidays for myself. I will set aside one day every fortnight where I will either take time for myself like playing golf or having a long weekend, or where I will use the time to catch up on all the things that tend to get left during a busy week, and then prey on my mind, usually at three in the morning. Two, be more disciplined in the way I read and respond to email. We all know it's more efficient to set some time, like 15 to 30 minutes max, at the start, middle, and end of the day to deal with email. When I'm at my most productive just before a holiday, Emails are dealt with quickly and not allowed to distract me from the main priorities that need completing before going away. So I'm going to look to adopt a similar approach on a regular basis so that I'm controlling my email and not the other way around. And three, set myself a time frame to complete key pieces of work and stick to it. When I have a deadline, I seem to be able to deliver what's needed to a good standard on time. When there's no deadline, I seem to take longer and spend too long tweaking things just because I have time to do so. So from now on, I'll look to set a deadline and work to that. 
It might not result in perfect work, but as we know, and I tell my clients all the time, more often than not, 80% is good enough. So let's aim for that. I'm looking forward to my next fake holiday and the fact that I'm going to be more focused, efficient, and productive. See you at the virtual beach. Thriving as an Introvert Leader by Douglas Lang of ultras.co.nz There is no doubt that many of the activities associated with today's world, especially the business world, can be challenging for introverts. Lots of back-to-back meetings with little time to plan and prepare. The demand for multitasking with many different activities happening at the same time. The need to be, quote-unquote, seen to be delivering. And the need to network with the right people, etc., can be overwhelming and energy-sapping. It is therefore extremely important for introverts to build an armory of strategies that help them to cope, and ideally to thrive, in this kind of environment. Here are a few things for introverted leaders to consider to maintain their energy and to manage stress. One, remain aware of yourself and state so you can notice when you're lacking energy. You can achieve this by simply checking in with your body on a regular basis and noticing what it is telling you. Two, if you are getting tired and irritable, it may be time to adopt strategies to rebuild your energy. Everyone will be different in what does this for them. For some people, it'll be a trip to the gym for a workout. For others, it will be yoga, or taking 30 minutes to read a book quietly, or to listen to some music, or going to a movie on your own, or just to sit quietly and observe what's going on around you. It's likely to involve some time either alone or with one or two other people, rather than an activity involving lots of people. Three, learning to say no more often is a good first step to reduce work overload. Once you've done this a few times, you'll realize that the world won't fall apart if you choose to say no to something. Four. Regular exercise and practicing self-care and relaxation in a form that works for us will keep us fit and healthy and more able to deal with the challenges that come our way. Five, consider the use of some form of meditation or mindfulness technique to keep yourself grounded and in touch with reality. Given a natural ability to reflect and to be comfortable with quiet, these types of stress management techniques work well for introverts. Six, ask for help from those around you. As introverts, we can have a bit of a perfectionistic streak, which means that we often feel that we need to do everything, otherwise it won't be done properly. The reality is that you can't do everything. So be more open to asking for help from peers and delegate appropriately to other members of your team. And seven, remember the 80% rule. Most of the time, an 80% solution is appropriate. If it really needs more than that, don't be afraid to take it to 80% yourself and then hand it off to someone else to do the final 20%. Accepting that we can be challenged by many of the activities associated with business is a vital first step in building resilience as an introvert. The key is then to give ourselves permission to notice when the challenges arise and to have strategies available to deal with them. In that way, we can embrace the natural capabilities that introversion gives us while doing what we need to do to keep ourselves fit and healthy and best able to use these. You just listened to the posts titled Lessons from a Short Week and Thriving as an Introvert Leader, both by Douglas Lang of ultras.co.nz. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. 
Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thanks to Douglas for letting us share his uh, post today. You know, Ultras is all about releasing potential. They deliver coaching-based programs for organizations, teams, and leaders. And while they have a range of specialized leadership development and executive coaching solutions, they believe that each leader, team, and organization is unique. And so the solutions they deliver must be distinctive. They have a ton of resources on their site from their blog to executive coaching, recruitment support, leadership and team development, and more. So come by ultras.co.nz for a lot more. And Ultras, uh, by the way, is spelled A-L-T-R-I-S. And that is gonna do it for today's episode. Hope you enjoyed the two posts from Douglas and I will be right back here with you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.